0: Hey there, it's Clay with ModernLove.life. In this video, we're going to be talking about five things that you may say that actually repel your ex away from you. Uh, we're going to talk about not just what these are, but why these things actually repel your ex. Um, because, you know, like we've talked about in many of these list videos here, this is not an exhaustive list, okay? This is not like, okay, these are the only five things that will repel your ex. Uh, obviously, there's probably countless different things, but these are five things that I came up with today here. And if you understand at least the philosophy and the thinking behind this, you may be able to avoid saying a sixth thing or a seventh thing or an eighth thing that could also repel your ex, okay? What are these things? Let's go ahead and get into this. Number one is, are we getting back together? Um, Do you see a future with us? Something like that, right? The reason why this one actually repels your ex is because many times, especially after a breakup, your, your ex is not equipped to make a decision about getting back together or not. Okay. They they've just made this choice to break up with you. Many times they have this law of consistency in place. That is to say they did break up with you, so they're likely to act consistent with someone who has broken up with you. So they're much more likely to kind of dig their heels in and say, "Oh yeah, I, I I see you promising up and down that things are going to be different, but I just don't see a future here. The damage has already been done, or something like that." Right? Maybe maybe you've experienced this. But if we start to say things like, "Well, are we getting back together? Have you made a decision? Um, like, how much time do you need? You know, things like that." Then that what that's going to do is it's going to keep the pressure super high, and as long as this pressure is super high, it's like one of those uh, hurdles. Like if if you ever you know seen like track and field sort of things where people like do the running thing and they jump over the hurdles, um, it's like having those hurdles like really high. And so what we want to do, at least initially when we're building the emotional connection, is to keep the hurdles as low as possible, and saying things like are we going to get back together? And things like that are just going to increase the height because it's just going to be like, oh, gee, I don't know. Like Maybe there's a part of them that wants to connect with you, that wants to uh, stay close to you because they still care about you, but there's another part of them that remembers why the two of you broke up and why things weren't working out and all of that and they may not know. Um, And if there's too much pressure, they're going to do what a lot of people do who are confused, and they're going to stand perfectly still and not interact with you, not get closer to you, not give themselves permission to to go over that hurdle. So what we want to do is actually decrease the amount of pressure by number one, not saying things like this, but maybe even doing other things as well too, by saying things like, hey, let's not force anything that's not there. Let's just be friends for the time being. And that can be really helpful. Um, Thing number two that can repel your ex is, do you still love me? That's the same kind of philosophy here. You know, like, hey, do you love me? Do you still have feelings for me? Um, That sort of stuff. By the way, we're going to get into some of these uh, stranger things towards the end. So some of these might be like super obvious and you're like, yeah, duh, Clay. Okay. I've been through the whole first five days, three days, two days, one day of the breakup. I've been through the whole damage control mode thing. I got it. But um, stick with me here. Okay. But Yeah. Do you still love me? that is going to once again, make those hurdles higher, make it harder for them to actually get over those so they can actually connect with you and get closer to you. Uh, What we want to do once again, keep those hurdles low. Okay. Uh, Thing number three is, are you dating anyone? This is going to also increase the hurdles because it's going to keep the frame of the conversation between the two of you on the romantic level. Again, we've talked about this in previous videos. Many times people feel concerned about the whole friend zone thing. Um, We've talked about why you don't need to be concerned about that, about how your ex already sees you as a romantic person, as someone that they're attracted to. I'm not going to go into all that right now. Um, But basically, if you are asking them, are you dating anyone right now, that is going to increase the hurdles higher. So unless you have some sort of practical reason for doing this. Like maybe you have kids together and you just want to know, like, hey, is there going to be some new person around my kids or something? Then like don't do it, right? Just keep those hurdles lower. I know that maybe there's that part of you that's like, hey, have you moved on? Um, Have I been replaced or something like that? But realize that's probably coming from a deeper place of insecurity, a place where you don't trust yourself and start to work through that. By the way, if you like this video, please make sure you hit the thumbs up button for this video and subscribe to the channel and all that good stuff. Additionally, we also have our free email newsletter over at modernlove.life slash newsletter. Um, You can go ahead and sign up over there and get a nice little report on a few common myths and misconceptions about getting back together with your ex, such as the no contact rule and all that sort of stuff. We'll also send you some advice and strategies every now and then that'll help you to get the kind of great relationship that you want. So uh, once again, a great place to get some uh, free advice is over on our free newsletter as well as this YouTube channel. Uh, But the newsletter is over at modernlove.life slash newsletter. And this YouTube channel is obviously here on YouTube. And if you are not already, please subscribe as well too, so that you can get notified when we publish new videos. Thing number four that actually repels your ex, and this is where we get into some of the weird ones, but thing number four is um, the good old days text. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, Many times there are people out there that recommend that you send out like, Hey, do you remember the good old days kind of, kind of text? Like, hey, you know, remember that time that this thing happened and we were on vacation in, in Mexico and this other thing happened and then we like fell in love and, and like made love like crazed rabbits or something like that? Um, these sorts of texts can be hit and miss. And the reason why is sometimes these things can work, sometimes they do the exact opposite. Now, why do they sometimes not work? they sometimes don't work because again, that feeling of pressure and expectation raises the hurdle too high, okay? So if you're sending a good old days text and it's about uh, some time when you were crazy in love with one another, and you d- you know, did something ultra romantic or something like that, then that's gonna move the hurdles up, okay? Uh, many times, uh, what, what, what does work and what actually can help people connect better are things that lower the hurdles down. And so what we want to do, if if we are going to send a good old days text, is what we want to do is we want to focus on something most likely kind of trivial and inconsequential, okay? Um, Not one of these like big things like, hey, do you remember that time we said we'd uh, love each other till the end of time? And all that sort of like that. That's again, you could probably feel it kind of like moving the hurdles up. But something that's better is like, hey, you remember that uh, old, remember that dog that lived in that old neighborhood we lived in and it just like was, was like really fat and it was, I was just like slobbering every time it went anywhere. Well, I just saw a dog that looked like that. Wasn't that kind of funny? Something sort of similar to that is lowering the pressure down because we're just talking about some kind of silly memory here. Usually the smaller, more trivial things work a lot better when it comes to these, you know, good old days sort of texts. And the fifth thing that can actually repel your ex is no contact. I know, I know. You're probably watching these other channels and you're probably hearing all these other people saying like, Hey, do no contact, turn your brain off. Do no contact. No contact always works, but in order to make it really work, you have to put broken shards of glass in front of your your, your front door so that your ex can crawl over them when they uh, are overcome with, with uh, regret and miss you so much that they're willing to crawl over these broken shards of glass to win you back or something like that. Just do no contact. Turn your brain off. Just do it. It works 110% of the time. I know you're smarter than this. I know there's a part of you deep down that says, no, it, it's not going to work 110% of the time. There's going to be times when no contact doesn't work. I, why, why should I trust this? Right? That's, that's how I felt when I did no contact back in ye olden days when I was going through my breakups with my big ex and all that. Um, I totally get it. And you know what? I've heard a lot of stories from people that have done no contact and it hasn't worked. They may have even put the broken shards of glass in front of the doormat and it didn't work either. Um, and, And all joking aside, like seriously, no contact shouldn't be your default strategy. Yes, there are times and places for no contact, of course, but there's also a lot of times and places when no contact doesn't make sense. Just like how you know any good person that's going to build something is going to have a, a whole set of tools, they're going to have hammers and screwdrivers and drills and saws and all these sorts of things. You're going to want to have more than one tool in your tool chest when it comes to getting back together with your ex. And um, you know, no contact is a tool, but it shouldn't be the only tool that you have. And just like how sometimes it makes sense to have a screwdriver, sometimes it makes sense to have a hammer. Sometimes it will make sense to use no contact and sometimes it will make sense to do something else entirely. And so no contact can actually repel your ex if you do it at the wrong time and in the wrong situation. Like if we're being honest with ourselves, many times uh, the, the the relationship that we had with our partner may not have worked out. because maybe we weren't paying attention to the right things. We weren't paying attention to the warning signs. We weren't listening to them. We weren't actually um, giving them the attention that they needed. And so uh, maybe that's why the breakup happened, potentially. It's one possible cause. And then what is no contact? Is it also continuing to not pay attention to them? Is it also continuing to ignore them? Is it also continuing to look the other way? We don't want to use the same strategy that got us into trouble in the first place and expect that strategy to get us out of trouble. Um, you know, they say if you do the same thing over and over again and you expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. And so if we got into trouble by ignoring our ex, and if we do no contact and effectively ignore our ex, are we just going to be creating the same? problem over and over again, using the same thing and expecting different results. Just something to think about. Many times, no contact can send the wrong message. It can send the message of, hey, um, I'm not willing to stick through tough situations. I'm not willing to stick through hard conversations. When the going gets tough, I give up. That's not a very strong relationship um, signal. I think, you know, I think most people, when they think about having a great relationship with someone, they think, okay, when the going gets strong, I, I, I double down. I dig down deep and I, I make things work. I talk about the hard things and we, we, we get through these challenges together. Um, and that's the opposite thing that no contact can send, the opposite message it can send if you're doing it in the wrong way. So um, of course, there is a time and place for no contact. Many times, no contact can actually repel your ex. It can send uh, the opposite message that you want, which is when the going is tough, I give up or, Hey, I ignored you. That's why you broke up with me. And I'm going to continue to ignore you. And uh, I'm just going to reaffirm that you were right in breaking up with me. Um, so we want to be really careful about this. We want to be intelligent about this. We don't just want to, you know, turn our brain off and just blindly follow some rule uh, that someone on the internet told you about. I, and, and, and as someone on the internet, I understand that there you're like, okay, Clay, why should I pay attention to you? And that's fine. I'm not asking that you put your blind faith in me either. I'm just asking you to say, okay, I'm going to actually pay attention to what my instincts are telling me. And if my instincts are telling me that me being in contact with my ex is doing more harm than good, then sure, maybe it makes sense to not be in contact. If my instincts are telling me like, okay, if I were to cut contact for some reason, it would actually do more harm and it would actually set us back, then. I'm saying, okay, well, maybe it's not a good point, uh, not, not a good uh, strategy for you to do that. And so maybe that isn't something that you do. I'm asking you to actually think for yourself here and to figure out what the right thing for you to do moving forward is. But anyway, once again, this whole no contact thing, it, I know it's a, its a, at least in my opinion, a controversial thing. Everyone else seems to sort of just be like, yeah, just you know, put your fingers in your ears, close your eyes and just do no contact. Uh, I, I, I hope. I've made that clear that that is not my opinion. Um, But anyway, yeah, if you want to learn more about some myths and misconceptions about getting back together with your ex, we do have that newsletter over at modernlove.life slash newsletter, or you can find the link down in the description box. But once again, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you next time.